0: We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky.
1: Hello, beautiful soul. Yes, indeed. Relationships and life can be kind of confusing. Something I found to be so helpful and powerful in creating a life of prosperity, happiness, vibrant health, and great love is to really be able to take inventory and an honest, unflinching look As something I refer to as dueling intentions. Sure, we all consciously want wonderful things and a joy-filled, successful life, at least on the surface. But often, if we dive a little deeper into the recesses of our subconscious mind, there can be thoughts like... I would like a great relationship, but I've been hurt before, so I don't trust love. I want more money, but money is at the root of all evil. I'd like to be more fit and lose some weight, but then more people might look at me and I would feel unsafe. So the work becomes (laughs) about identifying our butts and healing those deeper fear-based limiting beliefs. Ultimately, getting our conscious and subconscious mind on the same page and congruent. Once this happens and we once we become whole, life becomes a much more positive and exciting adventure. Here to expand on this conversation and a very empowering topic is my guest from last week, C James Jensen. Jim began his career as one of the top salespeople for the publishing company Encyclopedia Britannica. At the age of 27, he became the senior vice president in charge of worldwide sales. He went on to become the president and CEO of two additional companies. Today, Jim provides executive coaching and advisory services to emerging and growth and midsize companies. He's an active member of the world's president's organization, serves as a life director for the Institute of Noetic Science, and is a member of the board of directors, as well as a chairman of the executive committee of the board of Aspen Group Incorporated. So, Jim, thank you for saying yes to a second interview with me here on Empower Radio.
0: Well, thank you for inviting me. The pleasure is indeed mine. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. So let's talk about identifying our butts. We need to identify our butts. We need to identify where we think we want something, but then I think it's so helpful to go a little deeper and figure out, well, what part of me isn't on board with this? I think we all have butts. We just need to be able to look at them and be honest with ourselves and maybe reprogram them so that we can become congruent with our conscious and subconscious mind. And I think when we do that, I'd love your feedback about this. We create that portal or vessel or opening for the superconscious mind to flow through us and bless us in our lives.
0: That is so true, and I'm chuckling to myself about we need to get rid of our butts. And I didn't <laughs> pick up on that at first, but that is so true. You know, we we think if we have a thought about something, we say yeah, but you know, uh, and nobody ever did that in our family. Or but uh, that's too reaching too far in the business world. I don't think I can do that, you know, but, uh, yeah, get, get, I, that's to me the title of my next book, get rid of your <laughs> get, butt.
1: Get rid of your butt. <laughs> well, you know, you've quoted Latzu in our last interview. and One of my very favorite quotes of all times from any master or teacher is be really whole and all things will come to you. So I feel, and my personal experiment has been to get rid of our dueling intentions to get rid of that battle inside of ourselves to clear up our butts. And I think once we relax into that place of wholeness and really become good friends with our higher selves and maybe super conscious mind, our lives are just so much more peaceful and joyful. There's so much more flow. There's, you know what, there's no more resistance. So we can be carried along on this wave of grace. So, Um, Yeah, what are your thoughts about that? How do you suggest maybe we we start to implement this process?
0: Well, I think we uh, need to have some teaching and learning of how our mind really works. It's a wonderful, wonderful toolkit. And I think the more that we learn about how it works and can work for us or against us, because we're the captain telling the subconscious what to do, this is good, this is bad, this is right, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. And they just say, aye, aye, ma'am, aye, sir, and carry out the instructions given to it by the conscious area of the mind. But we, uh, in fact, we really, really digest this. And thanks to Joseph Murphy and his original book called The Power of Your Subconscious Mind, of which that text is included in my book, Expand the Power of Your Subconscious Mind. And it's, it's a science. I mean, it's, it's just something that works Uh, the same way that you learn so much of what you learn through your schooling. And it's not make-believe. It's not magic. It's not woo-woo stuff. It's just simply learning why we behave and how we behave the way that we do and to the extent that we want to really, really want to make any changes in some of those areas of our life. There is a toolkit that rests on our shoulders that can do this for us. Yes. And it's, it's so, so powerful. And you are such a wonderful teacher of this material.
1: Yeah. And I think I've gotten to where I am. And this is probably true for you as well, Jim. It's because I had sincere intentions to learn. And that came from my intense struggles. And I really believe when the student's ready, the teacher appears. And there are certain rules that simply work on planet Earth. I mean, gravity, it doesn't seem like we have a choice about There's, Because we live on a planet of free will and choice, though, there are other rules that we can either participate with or not. And sometimes we're inspired to learn and grow and do things differently as things aren't working. That was certainly the case for me.
0: Well, that's true. Yeah. That is so true. And uh, But I think once we learn more about how the overall mind works, and I think we should touch on the supra-conscious. Yes, for sure. Uh, We we get that aha experience like, gosh, I never understood that. That's Mm -hmm. fantastic. Mm -hmm. And then we start, you know, we don't take any life, like you said, try to walk across the the ocean or something, but we take some initial steps and use these principles, and we say, you know, this is really working. And then we can continue to add it
1: Mm -hmm. to
0: really all areas, our life, not just our work, but our health, relationships, parenting. Uh, Fortunately, my wife and I had had this training before we had our first children. We'd been married for five years and it was such an eye opener to us that we said, oh, my goodness, when we have children, you know, we don't want to just tell them what's right, tell them what's wrong, scold them for this or that, you know, and we were so conscious of who we are, what we are, and we were able to share that mm. with our children. The time they were born, and uh, they are just doing so well in life, and have a significant impact on the other people that they come in touch with. And it's it's a real blessing, a real blessing. I love and that.
1: That's what's yeah. Well, I love the the wisdom that shared with us. Um, by many spiritual teachers, know thyself. And I think ourselves, if you use the capital S, the superconscious conscious is actually love. And if we really identify ourselves with love, we clear any fear, we clear our heartbreak, we clear any notion that we're unworthy and we relax into that place and space of peace and love. Not only are our lives gonna work with more grace and ease, we create that um, ripple effect we become that vortex, that higher vibrational energy in the world. So, Jim, I'd love to hear a little bit more from you in regards to your thoughts about what is the superconscious mind? Is that another name for soul, source, higher self, spirit, love? Let's talk about this.
0: Well, yes, it is to answer that question. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we all, uh, we all understand the conscious area of our mind. That's while we're awake, we're thinking in your audience right now is saying, gosh, I'm kind of enjoying this conversation. I really didn't like that last part, but, you know, where am I going tonight? Oh, this weekend, I can't wait because, you know, and so just this constant self-talk is what we call that. And our subconscious responds to our self-talk, whether the instruction or the language is positive or negative. We have this second part of the mind, the subconscious, which, uh, is a servo mechanism that works 24/7, carrying out the orders given to it by the conscious area of the mind, and it's totally non-judgmental. So if you say, "Geez, I just have such a lousy memory for names," it'll say, "Hey, boss, we got it. Don't worry." Aye, aye, we'll captain. Sure. <laughs> and, you, yep. and you see somebody, and you say, "Oh, that's that's um that's," uh, and they say, "Don't worry, we got it. You're not going to remember the person's name." You know, and, and this sounds probably to some first time listeners, this sounds like a little bit of magic, but it's it's more than magical. It is phenomenal. Now <laughs> the third area of the mind, which I had not known a thing about, is what is called the supra S U P R A, not super but supra conscious, which has access to really All knowledge in the universe, you know, prior to computers and computer language and the way we're communicating today, you know, generations 30, 40 years ago would have thought this was a science fiction discussion. But we've all had this experience where maybe we're working on a problem and, oh, my gosh, it's so important that we get a solution and we keep working on it and we have maybe five potential solutions, but none of which are good enough that we want to implement, we think, I just got to fix this. And so then maybe we're out on a walk or we're playing golf, but we're not thinking about the problem. And we get this blinding flash out, you know, from the obvious saying, what if we just did A, B, C, D, E, and we go, oh, my God, that's the perfect solution, usually followed by a, why didn't I think of that? Well, if you didn't, who did? Mm-hmm. And, and so we've all, um, I'll tell you, we used to, we, we, we taught, I always taught this information to all of the people, the employees and managers and team in the companies that I work with. And I can remember uh, we were struggling with a marketing problem, And on a Friday afternoon, I called our six marketing directors and managers into the office and I had little Kathy Hornsby, our corporate secretary, we called him in those days, come in and take some notes. And I said, look, guys, you know, we're the experts here. Why are we working so hard and not find the right answer for this particular situation? What I'd like to do, because you've been through this training, is I'd like you all to turn this over to the supra conscious. And we'll meet at 10 o'clock Monday morning, and I'd like to hear, the perfect solution. Now, the five steps involved in this type of problem solving, one is that the conscious area, we identify what the problem is. Two, we review through the subconscious all the potential solutions to that problem. And step three, we attempt to solve the problem consciously. That'll, that, that'll work for 90 to 95% of the things that we're working on. But when we find ourselves kind of stuck and we are repeating possible solutions, but they aren't the ones that we want, we then step four say, I'm gonna turn this over to the superconscious. Mm-hmm. And we can even say superconscious, I've been working on this problem. I want to state it very clearly to you what I'm looking for. I'm gonna turn it over to you. And by the way, if there's a time involved, I'd like to have a response back, you know, within ten days. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the key, key, step five is we get busy doing something else and we don't take the problem back because the supra-conscious cannot compute on something that we've given to it as long as the conscious mind is occupied with that thinking. So back to the issue uh, that we had in our company, Uh, we got together the following Monday and I brought the marketing team together, and Kathy Hornsby was there. And I said, okay, uh, who has the perfect solution to this marketing problem? And little Kathy raises her hand. She couldn't spell marketing. And she said, you know, Jim, uh, I was working in the garden Sunday yesterday, and this idea came to me. Is there any reason we couldn't do? And she goes, you know, one, two, three, four, five. And everybody's jaw dropped in the room, like, are you kidding me? You know, why didn't we think of that? It's the perfect solution.
1: Mm-hmm. So this, uh,
0: and let me tell you an example of where every one of your listeners will relate to this, because every one of your listeners will have had this experience that I'm going to state. Let's say that we're uh, going out of town tomorrow morning. We have an early flight. We normally get up at 6 in the morning, but tomorrow we're getting up at 4 a.m. And we don't necessarily go to bed earlier. we probably go to bed later because we're doing last minute packing and planning and whatever. And But it's so, so important. We don't oversleep. And so we set our alarm for four o'clock. And then I called Tammy, whom I'm traveling with, and say, Tammy, would you please call me at four and the one? Yeah, okay. Wham, I go to sleep. I am dead to the world. I woke up. I, I wake up in the middle of the night with a start. The room was totally dark. And I think, where am I? What's going on here? And I look over toward the alarm clock as the minute hand is going from three fifty-nine to four and then mm-hmm. Zzz, mm-hmm. the alarm goes off. And zzz, the telephone goes off. But they didn't wake us. What really woke us up? The supra conscious. And I yes. doubt if there's anybody on this on this uh, call, your audience that hasn't had that experience happen. So yeah, once it's pretty we great. know and we go We'll go step by step in the book, really taking the reader through this in an elementary way that they can better understand how this works, how we can use it. And I would certainly encourage our audience to enjoy what's in the content of Expand the Power of Your Subconscious Mind.
1: Yeah, I love everything you're saying. And yes, I've had that experience. I do it quite often. And I feel like so often, if we can just get out of our own way, and i think set our intentions maybe create the affirmations but then just get out of our way then that higher wisdom that higher intelligence um can become friends with us. It can guide us. It can support us. It can inform us. I say often that the same energy that moves the planets around the sun and turns seeds into flowers and trees takes care of the seasons can take care of our lives as well. But we live in a planet of free will and choice. We need to set that intention to become friends with it and work with it and just um, get out of our own way. And uh, I've found as I've experimented with this and continued to cultivate it, my life continues to work more beautifully, more magically, more effortlessly. Um, so Jim, I also want to talk to you about, and this is something I've worked with a lot in my life and that has been so helpful, um, is the power of affirmations. And a lot of people will say they've experimented with them and they don't work. I've experimented with them in my own way. I have my own way of dealing with them and um, becoming friends with them. But I'd like to know from your perspective, the importance of affirmations, why they work for some people, why they don't work for others, and how we can make them work more effectively?
0: Okay, great, great, great question. And one I think your audience will benefit from. Uh, there are three steps in the affirmation process. And I've asked people before when they say, gosh, you know, job I've tried affirmations, they just don't work for me. I'd say, well, tell me what's something you're working on. Well, I I try to lose weight, and I've said to myself, I'm not overweight, I'm not overweight, I'm not overweight. Uh, but nothing happens, you know. Or I'm always late. I'm always I say, no, I'm, I'm always on time. I'm always on time. I said, is that all you do? They say, yeah. I said, well, you're missing steps two and three, because that's what records at the subconscious level. And step two is intense visualization of what you would be like or what the situation would be like when achieved. And step three is the feeling, mm-hmm. how you feel about this, which also records and that motivates the subconscious to carry out the commands of affirmations. I'll share one example with our the audience. There was a point in time, I don't know, 20, 30 years ago, where I had actually gained a few pounds and my physician friend very, uh, (laughs) very kindly said, you know, Jim, uh, you weigh 225 pounds, I think you would feel so much better if you could get your weight down to 200 pounds. And I listened to him and I said, you know, he's right. He's right. So I wrote the affirmation. I look good and feel good. Not I'm going to first person present tense. Yes. I look good and feel good at 200 pounds. And I'd repeat that several times to myself. And then when I did that, I would visualize what that was like. And one of the visualizations, I might see myself walking into the office and my fellow employees say, Jim, you look so great since you've lost all that weight. And then the feeling that I feel that is like, Oh, man, this is just great, isn't it, you know? So, again, we, we, we deal with this in detail in the book, but affirmations aren't just writing something down and saying, you know, I, I make more money, I make more money, I make more money. Well, well, that's great, but let's tell us a little bit more. What does that look like? How do you feel about it? And, by the way, it's in the always in the first-person present tense, not I am mm-hmm. going to. I uh, am mm-hmm. 25 pounds. Uh, it's not. I'm going to look good and feel good uh, when I get to 200 pounds. It's I look good. Now my body, if I got on the scale, reads something that says 225. Whatever the heck that means. But yes. I say I look good and feel good at 200 pounds. So yeah. We just keep affirming that. This this doesn't give us an excuse to move our bed next to the refrigerator. So we do, you know, make, make some changes, I'm sure. Well, we do in our eating habits, what we're doing, and maybe avoid some foods that we've really been munching on more than we should have. Anyway, that is the affirmation process. And it is so effective. And, yes, I've had people that have gone through some of the teachings I've been involved in, and they come back and say, well, you know, affirmations just don't work for me. And when I ask them how they do them, yes. they only give me the first step.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. First person, present tense, I am, and then get into the feeling state, like I am living in grace and ease. I am um, a magnet for prosperity. And then visualize, imagine, get into the feeling state, you know, emotions are energy emotion. We want to use these tools in a way that is positive, empowering, effective, um, high vibration, And I know as I've implemented these steps and tools, as you are suggesting, they certainly did turn the ship of my life around from going in a really negative downward spiral to a more positive upward spiral. And I want this for everybody. That's why I do this show, to share the tools and have the conversations with the people that I know have the um, techniques and expertise to really empower and uplift and give people hope and just the tools and techniques to live more joy-filled, prosperous lives. I'm living it, but I want everybody to. So I love that that's also what you're doing, Jim.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you. And, uh, you know, I, I think our paths, once we learn some of the fundamentals that we've been talking about on your show today, and we have had success with the tools I mean, it's kind of like, wow, you know, this stuff really works. It may not, we may not think that the very first time. It takes time. Repetition, mm-hmm. repetition, repetition. I mean, it just changes our whole toolkit yes. for change.
1: And then we want to pay it forward.
0: Out, mm-hmm. Yeah. And we throw out all the, well, this is really going to be hard. This is going to take months and months to affect, you know, I don't know how I can possibly do this, but okay, I look good, you know. I mean, uh, it, it, it's it's <laughs> the negative input also goes into the subconscious and they just put it with a big smile on their face. say they got it, boss. We'll make sure it's difficult for you <laughs> to do lose weight. Don't worry. We got it. You know.
1: Yeah, it's just there to take a direction and and do what it's told to do, to do. So, again, to my listeners, my friends, my guests, expand the power of your subconscious mind. We just about have a minute here, Jim. Where can people get the book? How can they learn more from you or about you? And um, yeah, let's put a bow on this.
0: Well, I would invite them to go to my website, which is just my name, all lowercase, the initial C. James Jensen, dot com. And there's many different parts of the book that we talk about on the website. Uh, there's a link called interviews like what we're doing right now where people can tune in to different uh, talk shows like what you're hosting. And uh, then the book is sold by Amazon. So you can go on to Amazon's website and look for, you know, or the ex- expand the power of your subconscious mind. I know it's in all of these stores, the Barnes and Noble stores who have taken a national agreement to market this book. And I think uh, And also, you know, we've only been we only we released the book uh, September 1st, So it's been a little yeah. over a month. And I think that uh, as we continue to move forward, hopefully, every minute, every hour, every day, every week, uh, more and more people will be made aware of this book. And the greatest source is from people who have read the book, and can tell somebody else, hey, you ought to read this. This is really great. So that's, uh, but that's, uh, you can go online, like I say, go to Amazon, go to my website and that'll direct you exactly how to buy the book. cjamesjensen.com.
1: Absolutely. So, Thank you again so much, Jim, for this fun, upbeat, empowering conversation. To my friends, my guests, my listeners, thank you for allowing Journey to Center and us to be a part of your day. Our intention is just to support you and empower you and ripple out the love and blessings. Just know that you're in our hearts, meditations, prayers, and that we're sending you blessings for grace, ease, joy, prosperity, and all that your heart desires. So God bless you. Take good, gentle care of yourself. Make friends with your subconscious and superconscious mind. Onward and upward. Bye for now.